Hello, everybody. How you are doing? This is another episode of Hour of Healing. Um, again, we have sat in the hot seat with Dr. Joe today to discuss another topic, Make It Count, a conversation on times and seasons of life. I hope you are ready to listen to our conversation. Dr. Joe, can you elaborate on today's topic for us? Yeah, thank you so much, uh, Sister Candice, for hosting us today. And uh, thank you, dear listeners, for joining us uh, for the part two of this um, life-changing conversation on times and seasons. You know, um, so as we were talking about last week, we kind of made the um, point that our success in life um, is really defined by our ability or our um, our ability to be able to uh, fulfill our purpose, and so in, uh, in explaining that, one of the things that we talked about greatly was that we all make choices, and the choices that we make can either bring us good success or bad success. In the sense that good success is when you fulfill your purpose in life. And bad success is when you consider everything else that we consider to be success today based on the things that you amass, the things that you obtained. And so in that sense, one of the things that we talked about last week was the fact that if our success is really um, our fulfillment of our purpose, then us being successful in life is really not a matter of luxury. In other words, it's, uh, you don't get to choose whether you will do what is necessary to become successful. And the reason why I said that last week was that um, if your success is directly uh, correlated to your purpose, then it is a necessity to humanity for us to be successful. Because if we are not successful, in other words, if we do not fulfill our purpose in life, we put the future generation, whether of our family or of humanity as a whole, at a predicament. And so that was one of the main things that we kind of focused on last week. And um, in our attempt to kind of uh, help us know and understand how we can go about life becoming successful, fulfilling our purpose, we looked at various definitions. We looked at time. And one of the things we looked at time was the fact that we don't control time, but someone else does or something else does. And the reason is because as we defined time last week, that time is an interruption in eternity. And so for you to control time, you have to be able to control eternity. Guess what? There is only one being who is outside eternity. And that's the only person who can control time. And that is God. And so for us to be able to understand the necessity or the things we need to do to fulfill our purpose, we need to understand time and we need to understand seasons. And so I believe um, as we talked about seasons, uh, we looked at seasons in the sense that seasons are created by our definition by the earth going around the sun. Now, who put the sun in its position for the earth to rotate around it? 
it goes again to say that there is someone who can actually orchestrate times and seasons. And um, I know this is a, a brief summary, but I will uh, really employ you to uh, make sure you uh, listen to the part one of this conversation because there were so many things we talked about that, um, my dear listener, I will not be able to go over um, in this just brief overview of, of what we talked about. But we, we talked about seasons of life and looked at the four seasons that we have here uh, on this far side of the equator, our summer, the spring, the winter, um, the fall seasons, and we started attributing those to life. And I believe that's where we ended our conversation. And so times and seasons are necessary because success is a necessity to mankind. And I believe one of the things that we, we talked about was that success, um, I, I guess I will add this today, that success is when preparation meets opportunity. And so what we are trying to do, or what we tried to lay the foundation for last week, was the fact that if you do not prepare, if you lose or waste your seasons in life, then you are putting yourself at a predicament or in a position that even if your opportunity should come, you may not be in a position to make the most of it. And if that happens, you become unsuccessful. You are unable to fulfill your purpose. So I believe that's kind of where we ended off um, last week. We will try to pick up from there and see where God will take us uh, today. Thank you, Dr. Jude. Um, you, you spoke about time, who is outside of time, who manages time and who controls our time. But um, I just want you to explain or redefine time itself in that aspect or in that concept, um, in the concept of what you are trying to um, draw our attention to. So what is time in itself, you know? Yeah, so um, I believe last week, one of the things that we had talked about was that time is a limited period or an interval between two successive Inter, uh, events. And uh, so we had looked at it from the standpoint that, in my opinion, time becomes an interruption in a continuum. And so you were born on this day and you die on this day. That becomes your time. Now, if that is your time, then everything that you ought to do in order to fulfill your purpose has to be done within that frame when that frame aspires there is no going back to it and so we talked about the fact that you can turn the clock backwards and forward all you want but all you are doing is trying to kind of give yourself some allotment or some allowance to be more productive you are not controlling time itself because the time that you miss or the time that passes you cannot get back so thank you so much, Dr. Joe. So yes, so time as we understand it, or we understood it from the prior videos or prior recording is a process in itself. Now, I want us to get into um, this area of what regulates time and seasons. What regulates it? Is it like a force? Is it a, a God, as some say, or I would say? Is it um, some kind of, is it us? Do we regulate time? what regulates time and seasons 
Yeah, that's a big question, uh, Sister Candice, and I believe that's where we kind of left off last week, um, talking about what really regulates times and seasons. And um, we, we, we were looking at it from the standpoint um, that seasons are defined as the um, periods of time or um, a cluster of time as the earth rotates or revolves around the sun. And so the question I remember I asked our listeners last week was the fact that if the sun is stationary and the earth is orbiting it, what makes the sun stationary and what puts the earth in its orbit? There must be something or someone beyond the scope of time as we defined it last week. We said time is an interruption in eternity. And so if you want to control time, if you want to regulate time, you must regulate eternity. Now, science will tell us that you cannot regulate eternity. That is one. And you cannot regulate something that already controls you. We are bound by time. Time controls us in the sense that we are born on a specific time and we die on a specific time. We cannot beat that. Mm. And so there is no way of us in our human nature or in our own abilities being able to regulate time. Time therefore ought to be regulated by someone who is beyond it. Someone who is beyond eternity. And that is why uh, last week I remember I was saying that time is regulated by God. And so what we had mentioned is that if times and seasons represents the opportunities that will come our way in our pursuit of success, then when an opportunity passes us by, there is no way we can make that opportunity comes back. But guess what? The good news is there's someone who can because he regulates times and seasons and so he is the one who will be able to bring back time uh, opportunities that we lose and so it goes again to emphasize the importance of us meeting or being able to fulfill our purpose in the sense that us being able to be successful in life at Attaining our purpose is so key and so important that even in the restriction of time, God makes it available for us that the opportunities that we had missed because they aspired, we are able to again get those opportunities to be able to do what we need to do in order to uh, fulfill our purpose. One last thing I will say, and this I thought was very interesting as I was um preparing for uh, our conversation, that I came across a song that says that the seasons are fixed by wisdom divine, that the sun in its circuit has uh, obeys its maker and running his journey, neither hastens nor delays, in the sense that times and seasons are not regulated by clocks and watches but rather by divine purpose and divine principles and and that is what this song really brings out here that the sun and this earth in their orbits around does not go even an inch faster than what is supposed to be or an inch slower it neither hastens nor delays and so times 
and seasons are not regulated by men. Opportunities in life are not regulated by men. They are regulated by divine wisdom and divine principles. And that is why it's so important that we keep at the forefront of our mind, no matter what we do, the essence and the purpose of our life in order to be successful. Thank you so much, Dr. Joe. That was, um, especially with the song lyrics that you um, elaborated on was very impactful. Um, what I, I learned from it or what, actually the revelation that I gained from it was that time is actually set for us all and we cannot bypass it or we cannot try to, you know, um, manipulate it. He has said about you and I, or has purpose for us is set to happen in its time that he has divinely put in place. So that was very powerful. Um, our next question that I want to get on is how does times and seasons impact success? How does that impact success? Yeah, so um, it, it really ties into the point I just made um, in the sense that last week we had talked about the quote from Leonard Ravenhill, which said that the opportunity of a lifetime must be seized in the lifetime of that opportunity. And so if you look at it that way, uh, just like you uh, mentioned, and I believe we talked about it last week as well, that time is set. In other words, times in itself and seasons do change, but the amount of time that you have doesn't change. And I will explain that. So we all have 24 hours in a day. And we have months that make up seasons for us. The truth of the matter is when you are in one season, there is always bound for another season to come because time is not stationary. Yes, it's set, but it's not stationary. So the amount of time you have is set, but it's a process. It keeps ticking, the class keep going. And so one funny example that I always make um, to kind of bring this home is that when I first came to the U.S. Um, back in the early 2000s, I believe 2004, um, Google was selling shares at that time. It was very new. I, I believe this was a time that we still had AOL. Um, that for those of you who don't know AOL, you have to Google it. It will tell you about it. You have to actually, uh, when you click the Internet Explorer bar, you hear the phone ringing uh, <laughs> in the computer in order to connect to the Internet. And um, Google was selling shares for $5. Uh, now, when I got here, someone gifted me with $50 and I wanted to buy shares from Google. But the person I had consulted to buy the shares for me was like, oh, this is not true. This is probably fraud. So they didn't buy it. <laughs> now, 19 or 18 years later, I get to a point where I want to buy shares from Google. So I search it, uh, how much it costs. And a share is about 200 or $300. <laughs> so I sit down and I said, oh, my goodness, I could have had 10 shares of Google going back 18 years ago. Now, that is an opportunity that I missed. That time has changed. 
And so times and seasons does impact uh, our ability or impact our success in life in the sense that they do change. And the understanding that I want you to have here is the fact that if times and seasons do change, then you need to make the most of the season that you find yourself in. This topic or our topic for discussion today is make it count. And this was based on the life of David whilst he was in the desert or in the forest tending his father's sheep. That, my friend, was his preparatory time. That was the time that he had to prepare himself because he was already anointed to be the next king hmm. before he was tending the sheep. He came home, they anointed him, and he went right back to tend the sheep. He could have easily said, I'm no longer going to tend the sheep because now I have been anointed king. But can you imagine if by the time the giant of the Philistines rose up, David was not prepared to face him in battle? What would have happened? You know, one preacher said that the presence of the king is not the platform for rehearsal. And I think that is so profound and so true because most of us forgetting or not understanding that times change do not make the most of our season of preparation. We talked about the spring season being the time to learn and to grow. So if we do not make the most of the time that we have to prepare, our opportunity that we have been praying for and crying for and fasting for and studying for will eventually show up because times change, but we might not be ready. And that can cost us a lot. The second way that I believe times and seasons impact our uh, success in life is that our knowledge of our current season helps us maximize our opportunities. And mm -hmm. for us to be able to do that, we need to be able to discern the season that we are in. Again, talking about the season of preparation for David. So the question to you is, what season are you in? You know, most of us will not go through the training grounds like the people of old. Because our environment is so different now. In those days, sometimes when they were in the preparatory stage of their lives, they knew exactly what stage they were in. They knew that they were preparing. Right. But in our day, your preparatory stage may not look like that. Imagine mm -hmm. having your master's or your doctorate degree and not being able to find a job that fits your degree or your qualification. Your preparation may be that you have to be at the grocery store learning how to relate or encounter people and interact with them. Your preparatory stage may be that you have to drive an Uber with your doctorate degree so that you learn how to relate with people. But because we do not have the knowledge or the ability to discern the season that we are in, we tend to lose out on that important thing it's a very interesting when i whenever i hear the phrase come out of somebody's mouth that this is beneath me 
<laughs> and I think that really is pride, which is one of the major things that we will talk about on our next section. But your ability to discern <clears throat> what season and time you are in has a very profound impact on your ability to be successful or to fulfill your purpose. Let me give you an example and then we will go to the next question. So imagine that the Bill Gates and the pioneers of the computer age wasted their time mm -hmm. and did not do what they were supposed to do. Can you imagine the detriment that their failure to fulfill their purpose or be successful at their purpose, can you imagine the impact it would have had on the future generations, including this one? As a matter of fact, this podcast will not be a possibility if they were not successful at fulfilling their purpose. And mm -hmm. so that is why I think that our need to be successful or mm -hmm. the importance of us being successful at fulfilling our purpose goes way beyond luxury. You may have the money, you may have the riches, you may have the fame, and so you may think that you are successful. But friends, if you have all that and you do not fulfill your purpose at the end of the day, you are costing the future generations things that you probably didn't think of or even imagine. Mm. And so that's kind of how times and seasons impact our ability to be successful in life. Thank you, Dr. Joe. So if I'm understanding um, what Dr. Joe said, it's just knowing um, what to do at what season or what stage of your life. And not knowing is what um, impacts your success in a negative way or in a, in a way that, you know, you, at the end of the day, you will think someone is going ahead in life, but then you did not know or you were not able to read the times and seasons for you. And, you know, whilst I was listening to him, that the revelation that I, I gained from that is that, you know, we, we have made the point that time is set in stone. But we have to understand that the time evolves, you know, and we have to evolve with it. But it's still time. This is where you were set to be. This is the season that God placed you in to prepare you in a certain manner. So it has not changed in, in, in its entirety. I don't know if you're understanding me, but it's changing, it's evolving because of what preparation that is, uh, that God expects of you or the evolution that God is expecting you to a, a new character or a new maturity or something that you need to build on. And it's so profound with, you know, sometimes people feel like this is not me. This is beneath me, you know, but these are things that God uses to humble us in whatever elevation that he's going to take us. So your time has not changed from being acting like a doctor to becoming like an Uber driver. It, time has not changed. It's just for you to evolve into a more humbling role so that when you get to that level, you know, you you know how to deal with all sorts of people. So that's one thing that I just wanted to throw out there. But whilst Dr. Joe was talking, he mentioned something about pride. 
And I think we mentioned this in our previous recordings. Pride is a huge problem in most of our hour of healing um, conversations, you know, because pride is something that does not heal the wound. Pride is something that bruises the wounds and more and more and more. And it's, we don't, we are not able to become the best aspects of us because of pride. So I just want to, uh, Dr. Joe, to elaborate on a certain concept with pride and time, um, because pride sometimes, um, like what he was saying, um, denies people of opportunities, denies people of um, being able to read uh, between lines and knowing what seasons they are in. So how do we uh, kind of separate ourselves? You know, like how he was saying with the Uber driver thing, or there's, you have to really look at life like there's nothing less or nothing greater. Things are in its level at, at its time. So how do we separate ourselves from pride so that we'll be able to read the times and seasons for our success? Yeah, so um, uh, Sister Candice, uh, the, the truth is pride keeps coming up over and over because um, personally, I think it's one of the things that um, really derails every level of success in our generation. And uh, I, I, I say our generation because I'm included in it, um, that uh, pride is the one thing that can come in very subtle. And mm -hmm. if care is not taken, we would justify pride in so many shapes and forms. Mm -hmm. And so that's why over and over again, it keeps coming up. And I know we've talked about it um, in different I instances. Uh, but in this very particular um, context, um, pride really blocks your ability to discern times and seasons. Right. You know, um, we've shared on various occasions how pride manifests itself. Uh, when we talked about patience, I believe we talked about pride manifesting itself with the idea of you, you thinking that you know what to do next. Meanwhile, you don't. And um, so many today, um, my dear listener, are stuck in mediocre jobs or even unemployed because pride got in the way. Mm -hmm. And how does pride manifest itself when we talk about times and seasons? It, it, it can manifest itself with poor attitude towards work. Like I said um, a, a few minutes ago, that you thinking that the job you have right now is beneath you. And so you approaching it with a poor attitude, with a, a lackadaisical attitude, might be pride that you are excusing as a job that is beneath you. Because for all you know, there are things, and trust me, dear listener, I have been there. This is not things that we are making up. I have been there. That there are lessons that I believe there are things I know about how to relate with people in their level or their state of pain or need right now that I know for sure a few years ago, I did not know that. I, I right. was insensitive to it mm -hmm. until I had to do a job that I did not know was my training ground. Mm. But when I did it with all my heart, because I approach everything I do with the knowledge that I should do it with all my might 
as though I am doing it for God. Because when you read Ecclesiastes, it says that there is no knowledge or understanding or wisdom in the grave where you are going. In other words, if we don't take the responsibilities that we are given now, but rather let pride deprive us of paying mm. our dues and learning the fundamentals that we need to learn today, we will not be successful at the battles that we have to face tomorrow. No. And I had to learn this, and you can learn it too. Pride can seep its way into your life in such a subtle manner that, friends, if you do not take care, you might think that you are doing everything right, but it might be because of pride. And right. so your ability to understand and know the seasons that you are in, realizing that this is not where you want to be. But remember what we talked about a few weeks ago. If you don't pay attention to your now, and focus so much on the future, you may miss the necessary tools that you need to pick up in the present moment. And so by the time you are brought before or on the platform, that is when you are trying to seek for some of these things that you should have picked up, but mm -hmm. pride didn't allow you. Right. And I also want you to understand one thing talking about pride, that pride is our enemy. Mm-hmm. Pride is not your friend. Mm -hmm. Pride will derail you. And I believe that we will be diving into this a bit more in the future. But when I say pride is your enemy, I, I want to kind of explain it because most of the time, uh, you talk about enemies on shows or platforms like this, and someone looks right at the side and looks as the spouse or the partner or somebody like that. Hello, dear listeners. Thank you so much for joining us today for our conversation on times and seasons. Uh, we have finished recording the entire section. But given that the length of our discussion was so long, we decided to split it into two. And so this will be the part A of our conversations on times and seasons, part two. Uh, we will be bringing you the second section of this uh, conversation, uh, God willing, next week. So stay tuned. Again, we want to thank you so much for always tuning in, sharing our healing with your loved ones and people who you care about, and also bringing up these conversations at your various places. It be your workplace, uh, your homes, your schools, and whatever place that you find yourself. We believe that God is doing something great with Hour of Healing. Because as your weekly host, I have been receiving healing myself through our various conversations. And I believe you are experiencing the same too. Therefore, join us same time next week as we continue our conversation on times and seasons. God bless you so much. Bye-bye.